The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk on this beautiful Monday in Murfreesboro. Well, Jeff, Jeff Jordan over here giving, giving that a giggle. Jeff, it's fall of the year, brother. It's time for the cool air to come in. It was not a beautiful day, Tim. There's no way that you can call this a beautiful day, although you just did. In the neighborhood. but if, Mr. Rogers would say that. Not bad. It's been, we've had a little light sprinkle. It's been it falling for misty. two days. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on out there. And then you're right, the temperature is a little lower. It's in the 40s at night and the 50s in the day and so forth. It is fall. It's certainly football weather in October, late October. This is usually our best weather month, by the way, October is. And it's been good weather up until mm-hmm. the last day or two. Tim Tackett with you, Jeff Jordan uh, along with me. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Jeff, let's let's do two, two or three strange things. Start Str- with. Can us? I do that? Strange? I don't know if you were listening to the pre-show uh, news with Matt Lane and, and all. Talking about the gentleman that has set the record for the eating the hottest pepper. Yes, I heard that. I would did. you please explain to me why people would want to do that? I mean, put themselves, it's got to be agony and all. I, I just don't understand what the attraction is just saying you can't scald and ruin your, your, your go- goozle, I guess. Well, let me ask you this question. Um, are you not a... Hot pepper, no, or no, a, no a not spicy at all. Thing. No, I, I don't like a little. I don't mind a little spice, but I, when somebody comes to me, do you want peppers on that? No, I, no, 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 no. Well, I'm in. I'm, I'm with you. Now, I had a, a grandmother who and an aunt also who uh, no, the hotter the better. They, they just love that stuff. I do. I do not. I, I don't know why anybody would do that, and I don't know why you'd know what the hottest pepper in the whole world is. <laughs> but I'm not going to test it for them to find out. Not, not going to argue the point, no, I guess. No. <laughs> well, all right. I guess the, uh, another kind of interesting thing. This is this is a more serious question. Hmm. Saw on the news, uh, national news, I guess it was, a uh, proposal to TWSAA to make chess a TWSAA sport. And and my my comment to my wife is that it's a wonderful chess is a wonderful thing. It's 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 great and it's got good qualities and and all that, but. <laughs> Does it qualify as a sport yet? I would say no. I would think not either. And and I, you know, anything can be proposed to TWSAA, and they'll make a decision on it. I would be surprised if they they consider that a sport. But uh, I, I'm not uh, dissing the idea of doing something special for for 
chess at all, but it just didn't strike me that that would be a sport. My father taught me to play, uh, gosh, I was very young, under 10 for sure. And I, I naturally, like everybody else, I, I probably, I thought I got to be a pretty good chess player. You know, I'm yeah. sure I was yeah. not. I'm positive I was not now. And I haven't played in a long time. Not a lot of people play chess, uh, at least in my circles. But I, I do know this. <clears throat> uh, Central Magnet, now I don't know about other schools. Please don't call. Okay, but I know, uh, but the, the guy that did the chess at Central uh, sat next to me at MTSU basketball game. Still does. Igor. Yeah. And, and uh, hey, they got it going over there now at, at Central. Uh, they got a big team and all that kind of stuff, beginners and, and all that stuff, and, and they're very interested in it. It's, it is a great game. It's a tremendous game, great activity. But I, my wife said, well, why not? And I said, well, Quilting is a really neat thing for kids to do, but I'm not sure you consider quilting a sport. You know, so, you, so what falls in? But if, if they if they were to consider that and make it a sport, Jeff, I'll we'll, we'll cover here on all sports talk. What do you think about that? Oh, we'll have the leading uh, chess player on every, at least once a year, um, and well, we better, we better have two. We have to have a, a girl and a boy, and we'll have to have other other levels too, middle school and all that stuff. So, oh yeah, I'm all for it. We got. One more little thing, driving in today, hmm. listening, excuse me, being reminded that baseball playoffs are underway. It's 54 degrees here in Murfreesboro. What's the weather going to be like in Philly when they play there at night? Well, Is that baseball weather? No, it's not baseball weather. But the, uh, and I, the only reason I feel qualified to even talk about this is, is that, first of all, I've been to a game in Philly. It was not in the wintertime or fall. But I have been to a game there, and uh, one game, and so that that makes me an expert, I guess. And but I have talked baseball with a lot of people that they're there because I was I was staying there, and we were talking about you know all that kind of stuff. Believe me, by the second inning, most of the people in the stands will not know what the temperature is, <laughs> and or care. <laughs> all right, but they will be well insulated from they the inside will, out. They, yes, they'll be in fine shape. <laughs> But at any rate, uh, I, I'm, I, I know the Phillies beat the Braves, and I guess we can, we can talk about that at sure. whatever point you want to. But uh, since they did that, uh, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for the Phillies. I, if, I'm, if I am rooting, I'm rooting for the Phillies. You weren't rooting for them last week. No, I was you, not. You were very fearful of what Philly could do to the Braves, and they did exactly what you were fearful about. Uh, you're, you're right, and as someone has reminded me this week, and they had a big card show in Nashville this past week, a memorabilia sports show, and I was there and talked with a number of people about it, et cetera, et cetera, but a number of people said, well, if the Braves are pitiful, if they did really, really badly, what does that make the Dodgers? And I thought, you know, that's exactly right. <laughs> Dodgers were swept, and, <laughs> yeah. and Braves were always swept. I mean, they were oh. two innings away from being swept in that, in the, yes. in that uh, second game. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Well, baseball, just to touch on it briefly, Braves are gone, so no longer Braves baseball on WGNS for, until April, I guess, next year. Jeff, there's six divisions in baseball, three in each league, right? Right. Six division champions. Of those six division champions in the quarter, semifinals, the American League Championship and National League Championship, one of those teams remain. The other three teams are wild card teams. The Diamondbacks barely got in. Phillies been comfortably in the in the wild card spot for a good while, and Astros and, and uh, 
Rangers come from the same division. So one league division champion is remaining with three wildcard teams. Kind of says to you, get in the playoffs and you got a shot. That's, that's correct. And I, I was kind of thinking about this driving over here today. You, get, you, you win 104 games in the regular season. And uh, it, it's important. It, it was fun to watch. I had a great time watching the Braves when I could this year. But really, it doesn't matter. If you get in, you got a shot. And the Dodgers, I don't know how many games the Dodgers won, but they're right at 100, wasn't well, it? And the Orioles were the odds-on favorites to win in the National League going to the World Series. And Jeff, they were swept in three games. Yep. It's just uh, baseball is a, a little like golf and a lot of other things. It can be very humbling. You know, you better be ready to, to be humbled because it's going to happen to you. Well, the Braves had a great season. Most people had the Braves as the best team in baseball this year. Right. But as you say, does it does it say something about the playoff system where the league champions sit out a few games and, and maybe lose some of their mojo? Is that is that a deterrent? Is it a disadvantage <clears throat> to the Braves or the Orioles for, for having to sit and watch the games for a week? I've I've had people tell me that, and uh, you know that they thought or it needed to be looked into, et cetera, et cetera. We we touched on it just briefly last Monday, that that, that we weren't we're glad to have the week off, and you could get everything in a row, you know, and all your pitching and everything, but it wasn't necessarily an advantage, and I, evidently it wasn't. It didn't seem to help this time, um, and the, the reason that I that. I haven't gambled on sports in a long time. Oh, my goodness, forever. But what kind of odds could you have gotten that Arizona was going to beat the Dodgers three times in a row? Oh. I mean, would anybody have, except a loyal Arizona fan, <laughs> and, with a lot of money. And, and they did that? it with lots of runs. Yes. I mean, they pounded the Dodgers pitching staff into submission, basically. They did. Particularly, the, I don't remember the scores, but the first night was awful. I mean, it was, well, I think they said the starting pitching ERA for the Dodgers was forty runs a game. Well, <laughs> for for, well, for the playoff series. Okay, that says it all. <laughs> says what you need to know, right? Right, right. And you, you know, you have that great guy you throw out there, and, and who who is twenty and seven or whatever. And matter of fact, the Braves had that guy, and uh, and he can have a bad day, and you know, and it's. And now you're in trouble. Uh, All right, let's 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 take a break, come back and talk high school football. Some key games were played last week. Key games coming up. We're ready for playoffs almost, Jeff. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Scott. When it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including our very own testosterone numbers. I recommend going to Low T Center where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know your results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired, grumpy, cause lack of motivation, and drive. It can also raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We 
we can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, man, score. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up. It really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral, saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan with you talking high school football right now. Jeff, can, can I make one more oh, point right about, ahead, about baseball? Yes. And I think we also touched on this last last Monday or the Monday before. And, and that, I guess it was the Monday before. And that is... That I think the Braves had just watching them had lost something before the playoffs ever started. I I don't, I don't know that they they just kind of acted like they're just so relaxed, and we're and you know I don't I don't know whether I'm right or wrong about that. I just had a feeling that that, that they just weren't. And and by the way. The Braves manager, who I have never liked, but I'm, that, that, 104 games, you love people, right? Yeah. Changed his lineup for the, for for a game. Why in the world would you do that? He won 104 games. This was a winning formula. But anyway, I'm sure he obviously he, he wouldn't have done it. He, he he thought that it would help, and it did not help. But anyway, they seemingly had just sort of lost their momentum and their and they just weren't. I don't know. Well. It, it, it's it's hard not to be complacent when you get a big lead in a ball game or in a in a league championship situation. I mean, it's how do you keep that edge when you're 14 games up? I know, you got a point. I, I, I agree. And, you know, the alternative is to be 14 games down, which you'd rather be 14 games up than down. So you you, you take that as part of it. But the psychology of coaching, which is a subject unto itself, will tell you that. That can be problematic, and and I think you've indicated that it was problematic before the series ever started. And then add the the uh, week off and and so forth. They they just lost their edge. I, I really think, and that's a that's a good way to put it. Uh, lost their edge, and you you could you could watch, and and I did, and hey, there would be people at 
on defense or, or, or at the plate that I never heard of. He's resting his players, resting his starters. I understand that. Uh, and I found it very ironic that the last hitter that, of the Braves of the, of the year was the guy that they thought would be their starting shortstop. And, and he ended up at AAA and stayed there. And, and should have stayed there. Don't misunderstand. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that we just had had all these people filling in. I know we got a, we got a call, don't we? We got a call. Hopefully it'll lead us into high school football a little bit. But go ahead. Well, I was going to say, uh, uh, I know you're talking about the Braves, but, uh, but uh, there was a comment this weekend guy wrote and said, it's a fantastic regular season, another postseason flop. Tom LeCurrence, Braves fan. That's what, that's, what that's what the lead was. In the 2020s, like the 1990s for the Braves. Oh yeah, well the Orioles can, as I say, a lot of a lot of really good teams didn't perform well in the playoffs. And, and seeing that now, they want Manfred to change the playoffs. You see that, Tim? Change the playoff format now, which I think they should have. I think they should have. They were messed with the wild card. It should have been one game to begin with. I don't like it too. Well, I was going to say they, 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 it changes pretty much every year. So I no, I have not seen the new change. What yeah, what, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. that about? Case of being too good. And I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm gonna speak, but I was gonna say high school. I watched uh, Oakland Friday because it wasn't much of a ball game when Tommy Kane loses their quarterback in there. Sure. But uh, they they played pretty good. That Hainsworth came back and played. I don't know if y'all watched the ball game or seen him on TV or anything, but he came back with a touchdown. He looked pretty good as far as you know, uh, uh, you know, coming back. And of course, Crazy said it was more depth for his running backs. Of course. Of course. Yes. Anybody did what? Last time they picked against Oakland football. Was it 1980? Last time they picked against Oakland football. Of Oakland football game to lose. Was it 1980? Last time they. 19. When's the last time anybody on a Friday night picked Oakland to lose a football game? Well, it's been since 19, I mean, 2013, I'd say, but it's not been way back to the I mean, 80s I mean, at all. It, 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 I mean, it seems like it's, it seems like it's it, been a long time. There's no, no question about like that. Just, whoever Oakland plays, just Oakland. I mean, they can play the, they can play the Alabama Crimson Tide. We just put Oakland on the. It seems like, but I don't know. I mean, I know they got a great team and stuff and everything, but we just have to wait and see that. How they play. Do you know how good Ravenwood is, or are they pretty good? I think they'll beat Ravenwood fairly easily, but, you know, after after the week we just had, who knows? Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Well, have a good show. I appreciate the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, let's let's go through the scores first and, and maybe comment on one or two. I know nice wins for Providence Christian Academy, nice win for Laverne, great win for Smyrna, and a Great win for Riverdale. Those are the ones that highlight in my brain right quick. Well, the uh, 
uh, PCA, of course, they were off yes. this week, and and and, uh, and I can give you the schedule. They do have a big game schedule for for this coming week. Um, Riverdale beat Blackman 55-28. Surprised by that number, right? Yeah, I, I am too. That's a lot yes. of points. Riverdale is. flexing yeah. some muscle there, yes. Loretta, a good Loretta team, very good, beat Eagleville 48-21. Laverne, maybe a surprise, beat Green Hill 27-24. Middle Tennessee Christian School rolled over King's Academy 47-7. Um, Oakland, 42, Coffee County, nothing. Rockville, 35, Pope Paul, second, 14. Beach, 48, Siegel, 10. And um, I don't know if it's the biggest, biggest game of the week, but certainly very important. Smyrna, 19, Stewart's Creek, 18. Sure. <coughs> That's a um, big win for the Bulldogs, no question. Um, well, for those that don't know, Stewart's Creek is basically in Smyrna. Yeah. So, so we're talking about the, the rivalry, and, and and they are in a different region from the Oakland, Riverdale, Blackman, so forth. So, those two teams, Jeff, are going to square off again, maybe in in the playoffs. You think? Could well happen. Yes, I think so. Uh, uh, and evidently, uh, Laverne must continue to to uh, to get better every week. Well, in twenty seven, <clears throat> sounds like the most they scored pretty much all year long. That yeah. they they struggled offensively. It seems to me like. Yeah, I think so. And I I'm uh, in Green Hill. As a fairly new school, but they've made their mark. I was gonna say they've been around long enough to, to mm-hmm. build a program. Yeah, um, I'm I'm delighted. Laverne picked up a third win, and <clears throat> it looks like it's going to come down to Riverdale, Oakland, in the in the, the last game of the year. And our caller was right. I don't believe anybody will probably very few people will pick Riverdale to win that football game. I don't. I'm not going to. Well, I might. You know, I'll. I'll I'll pick somebody if you want me to, but doesn't matter. Uh, it has been a long time. I don't remember how long ago it's been since anybody said, well, Oakland will probably lose this week. I don't know of anybody that said that in a long time. And he never has lost a region game, has he? And since two, been there since 2014, <laughs> am I right? I think and that's had, right. And not lost a region game in his tenure, which is unheard of. It is unheard of. Nobody does that. And anywhere. And in especially the- in this region, it's so good. And now – the, the key question, and we're two weeks away from this happening, but has Riverdale got the gap to the point that uh, they can really make this a really, really big football game? Yeah, I think I think it's. It I seems like they possible. have. I, I believe so. Uh, uh, I, I've. You just never seem to find a way, you know. To to, to it, it just depends on the on how things go. If you can. If you could somehow get the football from them, from Oakland, and score first, uh, that sort of thing, you might put some pressure on them somewhere. But uh, so far, nothing seems to really bother them very much. They, they they seem to just when they get the ball and they keep it till they score. This past weekend, for example, over and over and over, you saw teams give games away almost. I mean, for for Riverdale to win, they're going to need to play. Close to a perfect game, not turned over, and and forced two or three Oakland turnovers. But that Jeff, that happens game after game after game. Watch NFL yesterday; it's just crazy. Some of the scores that I heard, uh, Titans being one of them. Uh, so we'll just have to see how that goes. But let's be clear about this: once Riverdale and Oakland apparently clearly going to be the one and two teams, which means they very well could meet again in the playoffs. Right, they're both unbeaten at this point in the region. Um, and 
I, I, since you since you said it, I, I'll I'll reiterate. I don't remember another year in the professional football ranks now where I have seen so many penalties and so many mistakes and just no reason for a lot of them and interceptions are everywhere and just all kinds of stuff going on it just which screams to me uh, just poor discipline on their part in many many cases uh, particularly these penalties where you well you know you jump offside for no reason whatsoever or you you have the false start which we we just have a false start seems like every third or fourth play i mean it's just not good and it seems like there's more and more of the personal foul penalties that take place after the the game is the play has stopped. Silly things. You know, if you slug a guy after the whistle's blown, you're going to get a penalty. And in a tie ball game, a close ball game, that can make a big difference. And in some cases, it really has. It has, and it'll it'll drag you out of field goal position. Maybe, maybe you could have tried a 38 yarder, and you end up from 53. Uh, that kind of stuff is just. Uh, uh, well, it's just not good football in many cases. It's just not. And, uh, of course, the, the Titans are the, the one we all watch very closely, and they're just, they're just killing themselves with penalties. I mean, it's just – and Vrabel, I feel sorry for the guy. I really do. He is so disgusted. Out of the last 13 games, Jeff, they've lost 11. Think about that. Yeah, I know. Ooh, brutal. Two and eleven, that's right. And and it doesn't seem like there's a real blue sky up there that's going to say it's going a lot better. Well, one thing clearly just jumps out at you, and I don't know if this is true anywhere else in the league. I haven't kept up with everybody in the whole league or anything, but for all intents and purposes. The Titans do not have another quarterback. They have one guy. We're about to find out. And uh, appear, he, apparently, well, he, the guy that tried it the other day, couldn't do it, and he hadn't done it yet. And I think they're going to cut him at the end of the year. And I, I feel sorry for him. He's just been way over his head. I may be wrong. I hope I am. But uh, Tannehill, Tannehill going down with a bad ankle, couldn't walk, could barely stand. I just thought to myself as I watched that, I thought, well. Right on schedule, you know the one thing that they cannot overcome, and it happens. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I know Tannehill's not the, he's not uh, likely to get him mixed up with, with uh, Jalen Hurts or anything. But uh, he's a very serviceable quarterback and has done a very good job. But um, they got a good week for the bye week, which they have because he's got to get that ankle. Or he's got to play. Or they're going to have to find somebody. Well, how can you, Tim? How could you go all this time? Two years and not have a backup quarterback that can go in and just do a reasonably good job. Well, they think they have. You, you, you obviously don't think so, and I don't either. By the way, they drafted in round two the quarterback quote of the future. So between the two of them, they may have to pull the season out. I don't, and I don't see that happening at all. And poor Derrick Henry is going to get really covered up now. Well, I tell you, I, I know that the guy they, they drafted from Kentucky, I thought he was – he didn't have a great senior year, but he had had a pretty good career up to that point. They can't get him on the field. I mean, you know, he's a scratch just about every week. 
you just never know. They're going. We may find out, but tough loss yesterday for the Titans yep. to be sure. And and uh, for those who love football, love football, and really love football, yesterday was your day. You got an eight o'clock kickoff, a twelve o'clock kickoff, a two three o'clock kickoff, and a seven o'clock kickoff. You got to watch four straight. NFL games, <laughs> and my guess is a few people did that, yeah? That wasn't me. I imagine a few people did it, too. It was not me, either. I was at First Baptist Church in the morning, and uh, I, I came home, watched a little bit of a couple of games, but, you know, I took a nap, and that was it. All right. I was done. Chip Walters <laughs> is up next with the Blue Raider Inside Report. We'll come right back after that. Once a fear weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. So you should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It's still pretty crowded over here on 40 Eastbound Passing Festers all the way out to the airport as that traffic continues to build out in and through Wilson County. Busy to the north, no surprise, on 65 up through Madison, uh, working your way up towards Vietnam. Feds headed south of town, down through Brentwood, Franklin. Right now, that actually looks pretty good. Hey, Nash Painting is Middle Tennessee's most professional uh, painting company, both residential and commercial. Check them out online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. News, traffic, weather, and fun. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. News, traffic, weather, and fun? Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Next on WGNS and all sports talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, REI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It is a travel day for the Blue Raiders who just arrived uh, about an hour and a half ago in Lynchburg, Virginia. 
as they are uh, scheduled to take on Liberty tomorrow night. 6 p.m. kickoff. It'll be on the CBS Sports Network, but of course on the Blue Raider Network as well right here on WGNS. Liberty comes in as a, a two-touchdown favorite over the Blue Raiders. Liberty is 6-0 and overall. They have not played the non-conference schedule that Middle has, but uh, put together a statement victory last week on the road, winning at Jacksonville State 31-13. to uh, Looking at the tail of the tape between these two teams, Liberty scoring 35 points a game, middle 22 a game, but the Blue Raiders coming off a 31-point performance against Louisiana Tech. Liberty's defense is allowing only 17 points per game uh, throughout the year, but in their last three games, only giving up 11.7 points per game, while the Blue Raiders uh, are coming off giving up only 23 to Louisiana Tech. The Blue Raiders throughout the year uh, have been giving up nearly 32 points per game. Uh, Liberty, a very good rushing football team. They're averaging 253 yards on the ground, 225 through the air. While middle, you flip those around. The Blue Raiders are rushing for 121 yards, but throwing for 268 uh, through, through the air. Total offense, Liberty's averaging nearly 480 yards a game, while the Blue Raiders are at 389. And in total defense, middle giving up just a tick under 400 per game, while Liberty is giving up 315 per contest. Again, we'll have the broadcast beginning at 4.30 with the tailgate show and uh, kickoff just after 6 o'clock in Lynchburg, Virginia. Conference USA Basketball Media Day earlier today in Huntsville. Rick Ensel and Courtney Whitson were there representing the Lady Raiders who were picked first in Conference USA and garnered all nine first place votes. Uh, behind the Blue Raiders were Liberty, Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech, UTEP, New Mexico State, FIU, Jacksonville State, and Sam Houston. On the men's side, Coach Nick McDevitt and Justin Buford met with the media there today. And also, you can see all of this if you go back on ESPN uh, Plus or watch ESPN.com. You can find it all on there from earlier today. The Blue Raiders are picked in a tie for first place with Liberty. However, Liberty uh, with five first place votes, middle with one. Both ended up with 71 total points in the poll. Western Kentucky was picked third, uh, Louisiana Tech fourth, then UTEP, Sam Houston, FIU, New Mexico State, and Jacksonville State. Women's soccer yesterday uh, conceded twice in a 2-0 setback at Louisiana Tech. Uh, Kyra Taylor tallied a brace for the home team, scoring less than two minutes into the game as well as the third minute after halftime. And women's uh, softball went on the road for a doubleheader this weekend to wrap up their fall season. Uh, they got a 7-2 win over Pearl River Community College and uh, took a 9-2 loss to Mississippi State down in Starkville. Also, congratulations, Leo Rakin of men's tennis won two matches on Sunday to move on to the championship match of the singles draw at the ITA Regional Championships in Chattanooga. And in women's golf, they finished the fall portion of their schedule this week at the Charlotte Invitational. The tournament will be played today and tomorrow at the Cabarrus Country Club in Concord, North Carolina. All right, that's it. Blue Raider football coming up tomorrow night. Hope you'll join us right here on WGNS.
Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan, who off air has a, some friendly conversation. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services, Edward Jones. Uh, Jeff, let's, let's go through high school football schedule right quick and then we'll move into Blue Raiders and, and other college football games. The schedules uh, th- this this coming week I, I don't think we have anything Thursday if we do somebody call me. I don't believe we do. Uh, Blackman's at Riverdale uh, Richland is at Eagleville. Stewart- Blackman Riverdale just played. That is correct that, that you're exactly right. So I've made, I have made an error haven't I? Well, let's start again. Rich, I know Richland's at Eagleville. I'm absolutely <laughs> sure of that. Stewart's Creek is at Laverne. Okay. All right. Middle Tennessee Christian School plays Thursday night. They play at MTSU, and they're, and they're playing uh, a PCA. And I think that's for a championship, uh, I believe. Uh, Oakland's at Ravenwood. Here it is. Riverdale's at Siegel, and Smyrna is at Antioch. Um, I evidently have... Uh, evidently, Blackman, it must be at, at Rockvale. Otherwise, I have made a terrible error. It sounds, sounds that way. I, I, I hadn't checked, but that sounds highly likely. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm enthusiastic about uh, our playoff chances, uh, no matter who makes it. I, I think we're going to be well represented in the Nashville, generally Nashville, Rutherford County region, or our local region here. I think we're going to be fine. Before we get into Blue Raiders, which we will in just a minute, today is a great day to be a Colorado State fan. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, I guess so. Well, they not only saw their rivals, the University of Colorado, blow a 29-point lead. Right. Colorado State came back from a 23-point deficit in the last six minutes to win their football game. <laughs> right. So your rival gets humbled – that way, and then you come back and do something like that, you'd have to be delirious. <laughs> I, I would have to say that I don't know, obviously, and not being a West Coast person and keeping up with what's going on out there very much, um, but it, it, I was told by every broadcaster in the country that Stanford was not very good and that Colorado would most likely beat them. And, and, uh, and, Continue this um, Dion, Dion, Dion prime time, you know, season. 
but that did not happen. And they did come from way behind. I, you said 29 points. I 29 think. to nothing. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think at the half. You know, it reminded me a good bit of the uh, Jacksonville State game when Middle Tennessee was up 23 to 7 at the half and should have been 30 to 7 at the half. And, and once the avalanche started going, you couldn't find a way to get out of it. Uh, so, all that said, now let's talk Blue Raiders. Nice, okay. nice win. You and I haven't talked since Louisiana Tech win. It kind of shows what the team can do if they don't give it away. And, and, uh, they did a good job protecting the lead, and, and you got a nice win. They go to Liberty tomorrow night, as Chip said. 6-0 Liberty. They and Western Kentucky picked to be the top two teams in the league, and it appears that's clearly going to be the case. The the win over Jacksonville State is quite impressive, but I, I do remind myself that Middle, very well, if they stayed the course, it could have beaten Jacksonville State by a similar margin. It, it didn't happen. So uh, they'll have to go play their best. They'll have to go play air-free football or as close to it as they possibly can. They're, they're going to need a break or two. But it'd be a huge win for stocking the boys. Oh, I agree with that 100%. And I think probably uh, the, the way to stay close or, and possibly win that football game will be not to turn the football over uh, and don't give up any huge chunk touchdown runs or passes. That's easy to, for me to sit here and say. Not so easy to make it happen. Uh I do know this, Middle will be playing football at one of the most beautiful places in the country. And that's in Middle Virginia. It is really lovely. I've been to Lynchburg a few times in my life, and it's a lovely city. Beautiful. But they're also a very good football team and probably will give us all we want. After this game, Jeff, the Raiders take off a bunch. You know, talking about strange quirks in schedule and so forth, uh, It'll be the longest by week and a half that the Raiders have had in whatever. Uh, nice to have about, I think, 19, 20 days off before they play again. Nice to, in football in particular, I think it, there's an advantage there because of the injury situation. You get people well healed. Uh, but they'll they'll need to go back to almost a spring camp in the last two, two or three practices before the game to remind, remind themselves that, what the games are like because that's a long time to, between games. Well, I think I can speak to that more definitely than I could your earlier ventures into this area, and that is that that length of a break is a definite disadvantage unless you've got a bunch of people dinged up and hurt and can't play and they can get better during that time. And that would be an exception to that, but in most cases – no, that's not good to miss miss three weeks, really. And and it makes a a loss makes Middle Tennessee two and six. That's not a good time to be mulling over a season. Uh, a win would would give them a great momentum toward the rest of the year and and, and make that break go a lot better. So we'll, we'll just see how it goes. Six o'clock kickoff here, right here on WGNS Radio. Uh, anxious to see how it goes. You, you can't win a big game unless you play one. They've got. They've got one in front of them. We'll just have to see how it goes. If you haven't listened to Chip Walters either, you're, you're, and if you're watching television, uh, okay, you know, go ahead. But I'm, I'm just saying if you haven't heard Chip call a football game, uh, you, you, have, you have missed something because he does an excellent job, um, and he's fair. He's pro-MTSU. That's true. Sure, sure. That's true, and he should be. But he, I think he does an excellent job. 
A lot of football over the weekend. The one thing I do like about middle playing midweek games, Jeff, is I, I enjoy my Saturdays being able to watch a lot of football, which I've done a good bit. Big win by Tennessee, a close win by Georgia and, and over Vanderbilt. It, they finally stretched it out at the end, but uh, Vanderbilt stayed within some striking distance. Alabama was giving all they, they can handle for sure. Uh, Kentucky – Started out at a house of fire, 14 to nothing over Missouri, and looked like it, in Lexington that was going to be uh, all but a laugher. And it was a laugher, all right. It, Missouri did the laughing because they came back and won it 35 to 24, I believe it was, something like that. We've got, we've got a number of, we'll call them great teams with great reputations. That might be a better way to put it, who have struggled somewhat. And I'm, I'm including here Georgia and Alabama. It being two of those that don't always exactly bury people like they're expected to do. Now, I'm sure they're fine uh, and, and going to be okay. I think Alabama's getting back to maybe where they were. I think, I think they're making considerable progress. But they're still not rolling over people. I mean, you know, they're not. Uh, and I, 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 it tickled me to see uh, USC revealed for what they really are. And, and Notre Dame just pounded them. And, of course, Colorado nearly beat them. Uh, and I, I was thinking that they're thinking Final Four, and I'm saying no. I don't think so. Maybe not. Well, uh, I'm trying to think where, where I was headed with the next comment, but I, uh, I guess I'm kind of lost for that, so I'll regroup a bit for that. Uh, let's go Middle Tennessee basketball. No surprise at all. The Lady Raiders are picked to win the the Conference USA. Got all nine first-place votes. No surprise there at all. Jeff, when I saw Middle Tennessee being picked to win or tied to win the uh, on the men's side, I was very surprised. I, 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 Nick McNeff has done a nice job and very well may have, but we lost a lot of good players to the portal. Uh Apparently, the league thinks that he's replaced them. And I, looking back at the roster, a couple of the bios, it looks like there are some good people in place. But I'm I'm a little more skeptical about that one than I am the, the women's side. Who makes those picks, by the way? Uh, each school has a representative. I don't know if the SID is the one that makes the pick officially for the school or not, but each, each school gets a vote. I, I, I'm not arguing about – I'm not – I'm certainly not arguing about the women. I think that's correct. I, 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 I really believe they are probably – going to be the team to beat anyway. Um, but now the men, I'm not sure that I really understand that pick. I mean, uh, who can name five starters? Who can name three starters? Sure. Who can name two starters for certain on the men's team today? Well, let let me offer this as a possible, because Conference USA has changed so much, there's four new teams in the league, right, first of all, right. which are unknown. So, who has won lately? Middle Tennessee. Okay. So that's a good I, answer. I, I think that's that, that may be the the, the pick. The, the schools in at uh, New Mexico State hadn't got a clue probably what Conference USA was last year. Right. Sam Houston. Right. Same thing. Right. Right. So we'll see. I I hope they're I hope they're right. Uh, Coach, like I say, Coach McDevitt had. Two good years in a row. Last year, not nearly as good as the one before that. But uh, I looked at that, and I saw, oh, really? Yeah. Um, incidentally, I, I don't know what you've done, if anything, but uh, I I got my 
tickets today. I got mine today as well. well is that right? Well, I, you know, and I've, uh, of course, I'm, I'm, I get my daughters as well, and uh, and we'll we'll be there. Uh, uh, I, and I've always been impressed with with our with our teams and how they work and um, how how excited they are to play, um, seemingly. And and they they went well. Gosh, they had one year with the year before last. Well, didn't didn't lose a home game, so it's hard to complain about that. Isn't it? Neither team what two years ago in the regular season lost a home game at all. The, the uh, I can share with the rest of the league, Jeff. The good news. Because I, I needed to add a seat to my season ticket parlay. There was not a seat available where we were. So in order to get that those five seats together, which is what I've got, we had to move. We moved from, from behind the visitors' bench to behind the home team's bench. So the visitors, the Western Kentucky people don't have to listen to me yap at them all game long like I'd, I've done in the past. <laughs> I sat last year one game. I don't. I don't know when my. I think my, my wife was gone somewhere. But anyway, I sat down there uh, near the visitors' bench, and I, I, I thought toward the end zone. Terrible seats. They stood up in front of me all night long. Yeah, yeah. The other team did. You know, and I thought this is terrible. I, I'm, I'm moving. Yeah, back I spent up. a lot of time sharing the idea that the rule says you got to sit down. The only person to be up off the bench when the game's being played is the head coach, right? Right. Uh, that didn't always get followed. No. And <laughs> basketball people are fairly large people. They, they, when they stand up, they do block a good bit of your view from the third row. Well, I, I can tell you right now that if North Texas team stands up, you've got a problem. You're not going to be able to see much. Well, if they stand up this year, it'll be a real problem because they ain't going to be here. They're not well, in the league okay. anymore. <laughs> and, and you wouldn't be there anyway because you're behind the home team. You'll be mad at the home team, but you won't be yelling at them. Uh, so uh, the uh, <laughs> conference tournament will be played in Huntsville this year. Right. Good news for sure. Yes. I'm told I've never been in the gymnasium down there. I don't know anything about it, but I'm told that it's beautiful. So I think uh, it's about – 7,000 seats. Does that sound right to you? I, I do not know, Tim. I don't know. Uh, which is which is a, a, a good size. In Dallas, they played in the, this huge Ford Center with courts on each end of the Ford Center with a big curtain in between, and, and you, you're playing in this large cave, practically. Yeah. It's a football setting. Uh, it'd be great for the teams, to, I know, all of them, to get back into a basketball setting for that tournament. Well, I suspect so. Uh, I enjoyed Hot Springs, and we could walk from one gym to the other in the same building. All you had to do was pay for one game. I enjoyed that, and and the gymnasiums were were decent size, but not overly large, uh, and enjoyed enjoyed all of that. So I'm looking forward to Huntsville, but got a regular season to play first. We do, uh, of course. The highlight of the women's schedule is to, to me is the game in Huntsville versus University of Tennessee, a part of a four year contract. The teams will play four years in a row once in Huntsville. That's Middle's home game. Coach Ensel, very clear, he wanted to get a game in that arena, and uh, that was a perfect one to do as far as I'm concerned. Go to the UT, then come back to Murphy Center, and then back to the Knoxville. So that ought to be a, a lot of fun. That's uh, one game per year, isn't it? And one game per year. Yeah. Okay. And uh, to my understanding is that there's a rollover clause in there that both teams are looking forward to probably making an eight-game series, which would – be pretty good. You know the coach there is a White County gal, Kelly Jolly. Right. Kelly 
Harper now. But uh, I'm sure you watched her play. Many times. And the matter of fact, her whole family. Agonized over watching her play, didn't you? <laughs> you know, her, I guess it's her brother that went to Tech. Uh, uh, but there, and there were another member or two of that family that played. They, were, they all specialized in not necessarily beating us, but certainly trying to do it. And they were all good. They had some good basketball up there, for yes. sure. I, I, I will say this. I'm sure most people in Murfreesboro do not mind the fact that they don't have to make that trip for district games anymore. Right. I agree with that. Uh, it, I, and I, I think the Huntsville – have you, you haven't been in the gym either? I have not. Uh, well, maybe we'll get a report. Uh, well, we we'll probably go down there and see what's going on. But I look forward to well, the whole season. Well, if you have season tickets, you got tickets to that game. Well, that's true because it's a home game for me. It's a home game. So, yes, you you, you will get a, a prime time seat, I should say. Okay. I'm, I'm glad to be treated that way. We'll We're see. going to go to the Rick Stockstall show – Typically called Rick Stockstill Live, but it is not live. Do not go to the boulevard expecting to jump into the crowd to watch Rick Stockstill live tonight at 6 o'clock. This was videotape, excuse me, audio tape before. But Rick Stockstill will be talking about the past game and the next game and, and all things right here on WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack. Bud Morris and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna.